The Chicago Board of Education will likely move forward this week with plans for a new high school on the near south side. District leaders say the $120 million school is needed for black and Asian students who travel far outside the area for school. But it's leaving two nearby high schools that are both pillars in the black community worried about its fate. WBEZ Sarah Karp and Natalie Moore talked with alumni at those schools. Sarah is first. Oh, my God. It was the bomb. I meet Sherry Nichols-Sweat and her sister, Krista Alston, outside Dunbar Vocational Career Academy. They look at the 1950s-style, low-slung beige building with reverence. They went there in the 1970s and 80s. Back then, it was crowded with more than 2,400 students, attracted to all that Dunbar had to offer. Brick masonry, electricity. It just was amazing. Everything you need to to build a house. And then we had dressmaking and we had tailoring. We even And it had a whole business wing. Alston, a pastor who serves on the local school council, adds We had music shop at the time. So I studied instrumental and vocal music here at Dunbar. Reverend Austin didn't tell you she was the drum major of the band. Dunbar is still a vocational career academy, and any Chicago student can apply. But today, the school offers only six career-focused programs, including nursing and culinary arts. That's because of budget cuts due to enrollment decline. At 450 students, enrollment is less than half of what it was a decade ago. When all of these charter schools began to open, um, just the influctuation of them, Olson says that forced Dunbar to compete for students. At the same time, the South Side was reeling from public housing being torn down and gentrification sending rents sky high. Now, CPS is planning to build the new high school less than a mile and a half away. CPS CEO Pedro Martinez says a lot of black students and Asian students in Chinatown are rejecting area schools and have long bus rides to others. The need itself is those two groups of students, black students as well as our our Asian students. To that, Nichols, Sweat, and Alston are outraged. A lot that they are telling because... To them, it's obvious. The school, slated for 24th and State Street, is clearly for more affluent, mostly white and Asian families. When you look at South Loop and who can afford to live in the Loop and the South Loop, you know who this building is for. Everybody wants to come up off the backs of black people. If the school district really wants to do right by black students, they say, it should reinvest in Dunbar. This is the first uh, African-American vocational school in the city of Chicago. We want the programs and we need the support to have the program so that our uh, community will look at this school as a first choice, their best choice. Alston adds Dunbar was founded so young black people could learn a trade and support their families. Given what's happening today, with so much poverty, violence, and pain, that mission is still important today, maybe even more so. A five-minute drive from Dunbar, Alumni of Wendell Phillips Academy also are looking for a revival. Here's Natalie Moore with their story. Phillips Academy was the first black high school in Chicago, and the city's first African-American principal came there in 1927. The school taught children of the Great Migration. 
Alumni include Ebony Magazine founder John H. Johnson, singers Nat King Cole, Sam Cooke, and Dinah Washington, and actress Marla Gibbs. I meet a group of more recent alum in front of the school in Bronzeville on Pershing Road. They all wear blue and white Phillips gear. Alumni are a juggernaut for the school. Marilyn Pye Sanders graduated in 1968 and one of many who grew up in nearby public housing. I was raised in the Ida B. Wells housing projects, and this school has been the blood, sweat, and tears of everyone that lived from Ida B. Wells, Stateway, Robert Taylor, Ickes. We have all grown up here. I am also the chairperson of the Wendell Phillips Centennial Committee. Cheryl Brown Rivers is a 1968 graduate also. Were you two friends in high school? We, yeah, we've been through high school, class reunions. We never missed class reunion together. And we are both in the Wendell Phillips Hall of Fame. You all, you'll see our picture on the wall. Modern dancers. And we were modern dancers. <laughs> and we still dancing with the two. These are typical Phillips bonds and stories. The pride is palpable. But it's not just about wearing paraphernalia or walking the halls of memory lane. The Centennial Committee is active and the Hall of Fame continues to induct alumni. Both give out scholarships each year to graduating seniors. Preserving history and archives are a mission, too. This group continues to rally around Phillips, even as the student population has dropped and academic achievement has faltered over the years. Phillips only has about 460 students and a building designed for 1,800. It also has a huge attendance boundary now, all the way from Inglewood on the south side to the Chicago River downtown. Only 8% of area students chose Phillips last year. Brown Rivers has a message for parents. Come to the school. Bring your children to the school. If everybody did the same thing, I live right, I live right here in this community. Bring your kids here and Phillips could continue to be a, a great school. Evita Ali graduated in 1988 and lives right across the street. She uses air quotes when she refers to Phillips as a bad school. For years, the school district rated Phillips below average. Some of those people moving in may not want to send their children to the bad school or the school that has a reputation that is not like known or good for other people. That change has to come about to make them feel more comfortable with sending their children here. That change is a new principle this year. A new gym annex is open, a nod to the powerhouse sports at Phillips. Twice, the football team has won the state championship since 2015. For alum, all of this should be considered before building a new near Southside Neighborhood High School. That story was produced by WBEZ reporters Natalie Moore and Sarah Karp.